We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's a destination specialist with touring plans and can help you plan an amazing vacation. Whether it's Disney, Universal, a cruise, or an all-inclusive, she can help you with booking, planning, and strategizing to help you have an incredible experience at a great rate. Contact her today at michelle at touringplans.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney Cruise today, Doug. It's been it's been a long time. I didn't even look back uh, since we talked about Disney Cruise. So it is probably weird. since November. It's been a while. It's it's time yeah. to come back, and we have yes. very awesome uh, guests, friends of the show that will be joining us, fellow podcasters. But before we dive into that, we have not announced Patreon for a while because Doug, you and I were doing shows live, but we have a lot of world, lot world. We can't talk Patreon too much when we're in a, you know, galaxy galaxy far far away. away. There you go. You beat me to it. Um, which those episodes are doing well if you haven't. And I'm hearing people are booking, including some of our Patreons. So thank you to our new ones, Ryan M, Amanda Benton, Kelly Kirby, and Rachel Greer actually upgraded her level. Mm -hmm. So getting more bonus swag, bonus shows, whole lot of fun. In fact, we just released a new, uh, Patreon episode today. If you haven't heard it, it's all the fails that happen on Doug and I's flight there and back. Some Mostly good stories on Doug's behalf. Yes. Most other you, than you bringing a rancid bag of greatest greatest prank oh gift gosh. I've ever done. Best ten dollars I ever spent on something I'm to make me laugh. I'm surprised we didn't get kicked off. The I flight. am too. So listen to that if you haven't Patreons, and if you want to support the show, that is in the show notes. Yes. And another way to support the show is leaving a five-star review on wherever you listen to this. And if you leave one on Apple Podcasts, we will read it. And so here we go. Here's this week's Practically Perfect in Every Way. That's a that's a good title. That's a good that's one. End right the there. Mary I like Poppins. it. Yeah, that's all you need. But she, they go on. It's by K. Carlisle 12. Nailed it. I think. Yeah, totally. Stuck the landing. What a great podcast. So helpful in planning your trip. Love the practical advice and fun conversations. Really great listen. There you go. Well, thank you. I like it. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who's been leaving reviews. Keep that up so Doug can keep butchering names uh, on air. But let's let's talk today, Doug. I want to jump right in. We're going to take the show to the high seas. We're talking about Disney Cruise Line. We're going to cover cruise protocol, summer of 2023, a little bit of a trip report, and then what happens when you get COVID on board. So for this exciting voyage, we will be joined with Samantha Kenner and Brian Flock. They make up the DCL duo, a Disney Cruise Line podcast that you need to check out. Uh, You can also find Sam on the Plus Platoon, a Disney Plus podcast. You can find Brian on episode 177. So, and welcome for the first time, Sam. Welcome, guys, to Rope Drop Radio. Love when you're on. Love your show. Uh, It's great to have fellow podcasters and, may I say, friends joining us. Absolutely. It's great to be here, you guys. We're, I'm so happy to be here for my my first show. We've had both of you guys on our show, and I know Brian's been on your show before, but I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I, can't, I, I cannot wait to talk to you guys. I love talking to you guys. Uh, you sold me on the Star Cruiser, so... Yes! <laughs> yes. Yeah, Yours, we're totally booking The question is, are you going to face paint? Come on, guys. Get all we're going, in. We're going to go as intergalactic news reporters so we can shove a microphone in front of as many people as we can. <laughs> I like it. Just get a vest, be uh, news reporters with a fly fisherman vest, and you'll all fit the right pockets. in. Yep. All the pockets. Love it. I'm going to go for road worker vest and just see how far that gets me. So, yeah. <laughs> Get something that says media on the back. There you go. That'd be great An arabesque. Too. Yes. An arabesque. Well, yes. I, we we were a little slow in our thought process. We sh- we were going to make a patch that was our Rope Drop Radio logo in arabesque, but yeah, the delays in making it and my brain didn't work fast enough. So The real well, question for the Star Cruiser is, can you put magnets on your door? Because then, then we're I, sold, right? So <laughs> they're all pocket doors. Oh. All pocket doors, so I'm not sure how it would work going into the wall. Yeah, you, might, I would yep. you might lose your your magnets. real thin ones, like your DCL Duo magnets, would probably work. We didn't try. We didn't even think about that, did we, Derek? Did not. Didn't even cross no. my mind. It's almost like we forgot. We were really excited to go, but didn't think about going until we were going. <laughs> that's that's about right. You know that. Yep. Living life 
in the fast lane, and then boom, Kids, we were in sports, space. life. Oh wow, let's go. <laughs> that was it was great though. But first, let's talk about the DCL duo and how long you guys have been doing it, and how's it going? It's been two years, just uh, over now. Yeah. And I would say for the first year of that being in a global pandemic without anyone actually sailing on a cruise, uh, it's been going very, very well. Uh, and so yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with it and. You know, a lot of people sort of said, scratched their head and said, why would you start a cruise podcast in the middle of a tan- pandemic? I, I'm guilty of being like, hey, <laughs> I'd probably text you like, so you're really doing this, huh? This is a... <laughs> this is really a thing. I like to remind people we didn't decide to do it when the pandemic hit. We decided, we decided before, before and we became a victim of it. But the the, the huge benefit was uh, we, a lot of people in the cruise community with a lot of time on their hands not being able to go on a ship. True. And so we were able to get some really... I just think fun guests who we might not otherwise yeah. have had uh, been able to get on the show. So it turned out to be a benefit to us. Also, you know, a lot of time sitting around at home. And so I had a lot of time to learn some of the podcasting setup and all that sort of stuff. So it, it's been fabulous. Um, I say on our show all the time, I'm amazed that more than two people listen every week. And now we're, <laughs> now we're getting people recognizing us on the ships. And Somebody recognized my voice for the first time on oh, this last cruise. That's the weirdest. Thing. Yep. So weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say it's going great. And the the one other thing I would add to what Brian said is just that, you know, folks have said to us when they couldn't cruise how much they like listening because it made them feel or re- relive or revisit being on the cruise ships when they couldn't be on them. And, and that's even happened since the restart because there are some people who are we're not yet comfortable um, getting onto a cruise ship. Obviously, we're not two of those people. We've been on quite a bit, um, but I, I do think for for folks who haven't been able to cruise in you know two plus years, it's a way of experiencing the cruise line, uh, even when you're not actually on board. Yeah, and it's really rewarding too. Yeah. I yeah. love your show and hated it because I was like, I want to be on a ship <laughs> now. Right, absolutely. And it's been it's been super rewarding too. We've started to get feedback from people who are like, oh, I listened and I did this tip and it really helped us out. I mean, I know you guys have to get this a lot too around like that tip was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've said that to you a few times. So <laughs> so it's just it's fun to know that we're kind of helping people out in the community in one way or another, and that that's what makes it rewarding. So as long as people are listening and finding value in it, we'll keep doing it. And if uh, they stop finding value in it, well. I got a bunch of equipment that I can sell on, there you uh, go. on eBay. So. Well, speaking of, you're going to continue to do it. means you're going to continue to cruise. And just this week, we finally got some summer 2023 itineraries. Are you guys booked up? What are you looking at? Doug, is this the time we're finally going to do a cruise together? Maybe we all go on I, one? I don't know. It's okay. a crazy, crazy list of itineraries, some big differences. And it's the, the word finally in that sentence is like, finally like months later, <laughs> yeah right been hey, waiting i mean doug we already cruised with you and we did so we did oh, and it was yes, fantastic right. back in there. august shared a cabana and everything it was spectacular yep. so what are the big things looking at in the summer of 2023 so i want to start off with the with a big with one observation about how these itineraries came out today because they are very oh. telling about disney cruise lines condition at the moment which is just that they kind of announced itineraries were coming and then they kind of dribbled out over the course of the day, which has been very unusual. Usually it's like itineraries are coming. There's a post you can go to, you can see everything. Uh, and today it was a little, little haphazard I felt. And so like the Alaska itineraries didn't land until probably a few hours after they announced West so, coast. It can be yeah. later. Yeah. Pacific time. <laughs> guys. Right. You, go. That's right. you should know the time zone problem. Uh, so yeah, so that, that was interesting. And I think, you know, it speaks volumes about Disney's had some system quote unquote upgrades recently and it's been <laughs> uh, causing upgrades. Upgrades. Yes. upgrades, some tech issues, some magic. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. But the, I mean, the, look, the headline out of the release, I think the big, biggest headline is the dream is headed to Europe next yes. year, which instead of the magic, the magic right? is not that's, headed to Europe. That's yeah. what surprised that me. Surprise I me. thought it would be with, like one do northern, one do Mediterranean. Right? Nope. Yeah. What but, do I know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the magic is going to be continuing to sail out of Miami. 
And then the magic's going to be going down and doing some Southern Caribbean stuff out of San mm-hmm. Juan. So those are some interesting, there's some interesting Southern Caribbean itineraries, both that the magic and the fantasy are doing in summer 2023. So there's some, some different ports than they usually cruise to um, and some different uh, places they're embarking from, obviously San Juan being one that they have embarked from before, but it's not a a regular embarkation port. The other big news, I think, was that the UK staycations were apparently a rousing success because they've got a bunch of four-night cruises uh, out of Spain and Southampton, I believe. Out of Southampton, Southampton, going to Spain. And and, and they're timed perfectly with kind of the British Mm -hmm. uh, vacation schedule. And so so they were apparently a big success. It was interesting because we talked to a few people who did them over in the UK, and I would say we got kind of some mixed, mixed. feedback. So I'll be interested to see how many of the UK travelers actually go back to the staycations uh, from last year. So, that, so that's a, that's another big one. But some, I think the fact that the dream is going to be the ship that's, that's there true. is going to attract a lot of mm-hmm. people because the Magic has always been the ship that goes over to Europe, and the Magic is the oldest ship, and there's some things that are on board the Dream and the Fantasy that just yeah. aren't on the Wish and the Magic, and so, or sorry, the Magic and the Wonder. Um, so I, I do think there's you know a lot of potential there. There's just a ton of a ton of stuff over in Europe. The Wonder is staying on the West Coast, which we all knew. There was no mm-hmm. Panama Canal sailings. But thus far in the Wonder schedule, at least in the summer schedule, there appears to be no Hawaiian cruise. Back in the vault. Hawaii has so, gone back yeah. into the vault. <laughs> so normally it would be the end of April into early May. You'd have a couple of Hawaii cruise, cruises to Hawaii, maybe, a, you know, and then a, a cruise back to up to Alaska for the the start of the Alaska season or up to Vancouver, I should say, for the start yeah. of the Alaska season. It's possible they could do Hawaii in the fall in, mm-hmm. you know, in September. But we don't know because that's that's fall 2023. That's not out yet. Um, but it was interesting to see that yeah, the, missing. The, the wish is kind of doing the most boring. Of the, it's the dream. Of, it's Part the dream, two, right? right? Yeah. Exactly. The wish has taken over the dreams itineraries. The three and four night NASA castaway key. That's it. The fantasy. There's really no change. It's doing its seven night Eastern Western Caribbean flip flopping, and then it's doing a couple of Southern Caribbeans, which it's kind of typical yeah. that it does. But there are some, as I said before, some interesting ports in there. The, the two of the ABC islands, not Curacao, but. Aruba and what is it? Barbados are they're going. Yeah. I'll give you my one highlight and my one low light. The highlight cruise for me is this like nine night. No, 10 night. The fantasy is no, 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 no. Not the 10 night. The Iceland. Oh, you're, oh, the dream. The Iceland and France cruise looks amazing. And if I could book it, I would, but we're, we're quietly, we're sailing other cruise lines next summer. So, so we probably won't be booking anything with Disney. Well, we probably will be booking, uh, we just don't so, know. So, yeah, we have a, we have a, no, in August, we have uh, a wedding in early August out of Orlando and that's going to be on property. Um, some friends of ours and they want to do a cruise after, but they haven't decided if it's going to be a back-to-back wish cruise or a fantasy cruise. And so we're probably going to book uh, something in early August the, on that, on the fantasy or the wish. The low light cruise for me is that they have converted the repositioning cruise for the wonder up and down the Pacific coast for, to leave San Diego, be at sea for three days, arrive in Vancouver, leave Vancouver, yeah. be at sea for three. I want them to stop in San Francisco, make one I, stop. Right. Yeah, one stop. That would be great. I, I find, I think that would be a fun one to do. I would personally yeah. like that. I also, I think the cruises from Barcelona up to South Southampton make a lot of sense. Because for the UK residents, they can take one flight to Barcelona, spend a day on a beach, get on the ship, experience a quote-unquote new ship, right, mm-hmm. without having to fly to Orlando, um, and then take a train home. It's really convenient. And I know when we cruised in Europe, Americans made up the bulk of the passengers. Mm-hmm. But I think with that type of sailing, you could see you know, United Kingdom residents making up the largest percentage. That's just I think my that- gut. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. I think the, the the dream cruises that are happening in Europe in 2023 are going to have the biggest audience from the UK that Disney has ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's new. Yeah. So, um, so just to wrap this up, if you're thinking about booking, I, I would do it fast because I think these are going to fill up. There's been hesitancy, yeah. hesitancy, and then this is going to explode is just my gut. So Platinum Castaway members can book on Monday, May 12th. Golden Oak 
uh, is also uh, did I say May twelfth? Monday yeah, May second. May second. Uh, and then Golden Oaks also May second. Gold Castaway members May third. That Tuesday. Silver has to wait all the way till Thursday, May fifth. So don't get in a hurry, Silver members. Um, <laughs> no. And then that same day is DVC and Adventure Insiders on May 5th. So all the way till Thursday. And then general public. Just don't even start looking till next weekend because it's Monday, May 9th. So they're really spreading it out. My gut tells me they're spreading it out not to give people more time to book and analyze and move things. It's because they can't handle the call volume. <laughs> exactly. 100%. I bet you're right. Yeah, and, and I agree with your comment. Uh, I mean, this is the fewest number of itineraries we've had available up until they announced the release today for quite a while. They only right. had a year's worth of sailings out for people to book. And I've heard from more than one person, like when are those sailings coming? When are those sailings coming? I'm thinking about booking right. another cruise line because yep. you know, there's so I think these things are going to book up really fast. Uh, I think we might see some movement off some existing cruises out pushing out again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of pent up demand for cruising right now. So these things will book fast. All right, there we go. Summer 23. All right. Now let's talk about current. All right. The protocols, uh, protocols to get on the ship. What's happening on the ship? You guys were there for a back-to-back sailing. You got to see the protocols change from one day to the next. What is the current standing on testing, all that sort of stuff? What do we need to know? So testing right now, um, the, the requirements are essentially the same. The test they're using is different. So Unvaccinated passengers, meeting those five and under, because Disney Recru- Cruise Line requires anyone five and what? over, or what? under five, sorry, under anyone five. five and over can be vaccinated. So if you're eligible to be vaccinated, you must be vaccinated to sail currently. Uh, vaccination is defined as a full dose of the two-dose regimen, all that fun stuff. No, we get a lot of questions about whether or not that includes boosters. At this point, it doesn't. But if you are unvaccinated, meaning you're four years or younger, you have to do a pre-cruise test. Uh, I believe that still is a PCR-based test yep. that you have to do at home and submit off to Disney Between Cruise Line. Between three days before and 24 hours yep. before. And then at the port, everyone's testing. So what's changed is all the way up until we sailed in, well, right before we sailed, actually, they changed the testing regimen. So around about end of March, early April, they changed the testing regimen. So they had been using PCR-based tests at the port, mm-hmm. rapid PCR tests. Those tests take about you know 20 minutes to return a result. They're incrementally more expensive than some other tests out there and so as capacities as capacity yeah, yes it's very more, much, much more, more sensitive much more accurate you'll yeah. find yes. strands of rna rather than whole things yes of RNA. yeah right. yes They're and very so sensitive they were um the speculation is they have now shifted well we know they have shifted over to antigen testing which is basically if you've been living through this pandemic you've probably had an antigen test at home mm-hmm. uh, also called a lateral flow you they're s- the free ones you can get from the government yeah you, you <laughs> stick the swab up your nose you put it in some solution you do some droppers on what looks like a at-home pregnancy test and you wait to see if you've got one line or two and that's an antigen test they're far less Two lines means you're pregnant, by yeah, the way. With COVID. Oh, um, <laughs> with COVID. Um, they're far less sensitive uh, than the PCR-based tests. Uh, and the speculation is just that Disney is making this switch because we've seen capacity steadily rise on the ships to the point where on our second cruise, which was during a spring break week, um, you know, the capacity on the Wonder is normally about 2,400 and we had 1,900 on board contrast that with a sailing we did out of new orleans that had 700 and there were sailings on the wonder before that that had three and four hundred people on so they they can't allow that extra time for the testing any longer because it would delay the boarding so long and the tests are more expensive so they have switched to antigen tests and sort of the headline that we have been talking through on our own show is just that those tests are far far less sensitive and uh we'll get into our own experience with that later on uh but you know people can test even symptomatic and get a negative antigen test result back and so uh, as you're thinking about cruising right now just recognize that sort of layer of protection coming from the pre-cruise testing we think that's you know it's it's, it's not as robust as a it was a little diminished still there yeah. but a little right. diminished there's some yeah, yeah gonna there's catch. Exactly. It's going to catch some cases. It's not of COVID, but it's not going to catch every case of COVID from coming on board. Yes. And then 
you have to do safe passage, right? right. With your vaccine card. What What is Correct. safe passage? So safe passage is a vendor um, website, basically, that DCL has contracted with. And that's where you upload all of your vaccination information and they verify your vaccination information ahead of time. So you, mm-hmm. you, can, uh, you can't upload, I think, until 15 days before your cruise. And then basically a few days before, before they will tell you, yeah, you're clear to, you're clear for the, your sort of pre sale stuff, uh, meaning they have verified that your vaccination status is correct, right? That you didn't lie about your vaccination status. So they've looked at your card or whatever you sent in order to to verify that vaccination. They're also the site where you would upload. So asterisks on the vaccination status and the testing and all of that is this 90 day recovered process that Disney Mm -hmm. has. So if you are planning to sail with Disney and you have a positive COVID test within 90 days of the date you sail, there is a whole process you can go through to provide them with a, yeah, provide them with a test and a letter from your doctor clearing you to travel, and they will count that and exempt you from the app port uh, testing that everyone has to go through. Um, so that that process is still there with the shift yeah. to antigen testing. I'll Even be interested now to see if it persists. Yeah. yeah, definitely important to have because those PCR tests can pick up stuff even though you've been healthy for a long time just random dna or rna strands hanging out in the old schnozzle you know that's right so (laughs) it it, it will be interesting if they keep that 90 day i I guess it's not really hurting to have it so it takes a little stress out of the pre pre pre-cruise for some people if you do have it so why not i mean it's it's not hurting anything to stay there but not as necessary but so you do the you upload stuff 15 days before your vaccine card. Um, and that's per stateroom. So like my family who's in right. two staterooms a lot, like I do me and whatever child's in my room. And then Michelle would do her own. So you create a login, a username, and it has everything kind of pre in there. Um, if you've cruised already, good news. Your vaccine card's already in there, which is awesome. You just have to add the new reservation number. Yeah. In order to mm-hmm. essentially update it for your next yep. sailing, so you're telling yeah. you're telling Safe Passage, okay, yeah, I've been on the cruise, but guess what? I'm going on the cruise again. Here's my new sailing that I'm yes. going on. Yours is probably like super confused. It's <laughs> like again, we've yeah. got what? like I don't know five or six on there. <laughs> yeah, we've well, we yeah, we've done six or seven cruises since the restart. So yeah, we've seen the we've seen the full evolution of protocols over oh, yeah. time and. The thing you just mentioned about them having it on the website and porting it over, that was a change uh, because in the early days that we were cruising, we had to like reinstall it or re-upload it every time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So currently on board. Yeah. What protocols are left? What protocols are left? Some empty um, hand sanitizer stations are still there. Yeah, there's a... I'm much. trying to think if there's anything. There's so that with oh the, the characters yeah. right now. Okay, so the, I will say the one thing right now is on board the ships you cannot yet yet hug the characters. This just happened at the parks, right? So mm-hmm, at the, the 18th. At, yeah, so on the 18th, as of the 18th, you can hug Mickey and Minnie and whoever else you want. Um, on the ships, they have not yet done that. So there's not. I wouldn't really call it social distancing because there's no like you know, six feet of space between the characters and the guests. And there is no rope in between the characters and the guests, which there were at times they, that's how they would socially distance people. Um, but they're, they're not hugging yet. So it, they're not quite They're They're not within maybe. So they're acting like feet. me. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they're, awkward they're, side hug or close yeah. by. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the way Perfect. that I would think about this is not protocol based any longer. It's more experience based. So what yeah. experiences have reverted to what they were like before? Because Disney okay. has master optional and social distancing is is gone. But that doesn't mean that everything is back to normal. So, yes, Cabanas is now a full offering buffet and it is moved from crew serve to self serve, which. God, oh. I hate that has come back. <laughs> like, yeah. I wish and I that got that changed while yeah. we were on. Like, Hot. Hot on board, basically. Yeah. Hot, hot tubs are full again. Pools are full again. There's no more 15-minute, you know, pool time. It's There's no limit, right? It's kid soup again. Yeah. There's no limit to but, how many people can be in the pool or the hot tubs. But what's not come back are things like, so they're not currently seating unlinked reservations for dinner. So you're not being paired Perfect. up with. They're not uh, doing so any of the. So Derek and I cruise together with our families, and I don't link them. I use <laughs> You don't we have don't to sit have with to him. Sit That's okay. Well, you don't have to sit together. Yeah. Right. But if you do link <laughs> Still going to make you, it happen. 
Right. But if you link your reservations or if you have Michelle link your reservations because she's your travel agent, then you will get seated together if you've chosen the same, you know, dining time. But but the other I mean, so the other things that like tours on board aren't really still happening. So you're not going to get the art of the theme ship tour, which oh, is really popular. Okay. Yeah. Palo brunch buffet is not back. Yeah, yet. the brunch is still, a lot you know, of speculation happening so, without the buffet. And there's a there's a lot of speculation whether there's the buffet still will make it back or not. There's sticky buns. There's sticky kind of. Kind of. You you have to oh. you have to ask for them in advance. Well, I've been not kind of hit or miss. <laughs> yeah. Not shy about that at yeah. all. Yeah. So there, yeah, there are some, there are definitely some things that are not fully back. Well, that's a, a great example is that mm-hmm. art of the sheem that art of the theme ship. Tour. Um, and then there's, there's definitely some other experiences. Oh, the, um, uh, the cook, there's like a cooking experience that I've never gotten to do because it always booked up with concierge first, but it's like always limited to 10 people on board. I think it's called be our chef. That, that experience is not well, back and yet. Um, they're not feeding kids in the kids club still. Right. They're not sending counselors to the dining room to collect the kids, to take them to the kids club yet. So there's just these little things at the margins that some of which we're expecting them to start to return kind of slowly. So the protocol, the the social distancing protocol dropped, but not everything came back immediately. And the expectation is things will slowly return over over time. Right. And staffing more than anything, right? Right. Yes. And the nursery, that's actually a really big deal for the nursery. So the nursery has not reopened. Uh, meaning for the three and under crowd who is not potty trained, who can't go to the kids club except during open house hours, um, they have not re- they have not reopened the the nursery. It's a small world nursery, but I hear it's because of staffing more. Than and there's anything. a ton, to your point, Doug, there is a ton of new crew on these ships right now. A ton of new people training. I think the number I heard from somebody was a DCL loss about forty percent of its crew and uh, through turnover as a result of the pandemic and they've got a brand new ship. Yeah. Yeah. They got a brand new ship coming online. They got a fully staff up too. So I've seen a ton of people over the last few weeks posting on Instagram with their new name tags out in front of the DCL sign. So they've had a huge number of crew change over a huge amount of hiring, a huge amount of the, the seasoned folks moving from ship to ship to get crew trained. So yeah, it's the, the, the crew staffing issues right now, reality, especially in COVID, uh, I think we're on top of this a little bit, but on our sailing, some of the entertainment crew were in isolation. So, like, that meant no shows that were happening, or some shows. Well, were some shows canceled. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and one thing about the main theater it, uh, that was different between the two cruises we went on. The first cruise, even though there was no social distancing, you had to wear a mask within the theater, and so they had people standing at the doors of the theater, and they would hand you a mask if you didn't have one. The second cruise that protocol was completely gone. So there's been a lot of changes, a lot of relaxing of protocols over time, uh, but we saw a very big change in between our, our two cruises. The, the official change. And then the buffets went back to, you have to serve yourself, right? Everybody's Correct. sticky fingers on yes. there. And then- That's where you lick Palo? the spoon and you put it back. It. Yes. Right. Well, you that's how you taste test it. Yeah, you gotta taste right? test the food. Who doesn't do that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the, yeah. So the only good thing about the buffet being self-serve is now there are more options. So when they had the, the, the buffet crew served, they had very limited options at, at Cabana's. And because now it's all self-serve, all the stations are but, different again. So now you have a lot more choice. Breaking news, the eggs are still bad. So But the omelet station has reopened. So you don't have to have the terrible eggs. You can oh. go get an omelet or a scramble from the omelet station. Yeah. yeah. But yes, yeah, so, but the buffets are back except at Palo. No, right. no brunch buffet at Palo. Right. So yeah. but, they'll be back it, soon enough. Come on. My chance. Yeah, but you have to ask for sticky buns if you, you learn nothing the day else. before. Correct. You have to ask. ask for sticky buns. There's no caviar. There's, you know, there's, there, there, there's a few of the fan favorites that are off menu that they will make even day of your brunch. And so like they've made the pizza. There's that Gorgonzola great mm, pizza that people yeah. really like. They're making that right now. Um, but, you know, you like, can ask for a pastry um, for a pastry sweet basket. Ba- pastry basket instead of just like the breads, which the breads are great. But if you want sweet pastries, you can have those. Yeah. 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 So there's you know, stuff like that. Tips. Palo yeah. tips. All right. So you had the back to back recently. Um, what were some highlights of that and what sailings were they? So we did a four night out of San Diego that went to Catalina and Ensenada. And then we did a five night 
uh, out of San Diego that went to Cabo and Ensenada. I will say right off the bat, biggest highlight of those two cruises, I think, was Disney's first ever call on Catalina Island. And there's a mm-hmm. bunch of cruises next year where they're going to continue to call on Catalina. Uh, it is an amazing port stop in my book. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a nice, small, compact port stop, yeah, too. So you can to really, around. really get a lot done in Catalina in a day. We, I did parasailing in the morning. We rented a golf cart and did a tour around the island and basically saw the entire Self, island. Self, self-guided guided, yeah. tour. Self-guided tour around the island. We had lunch. Nathan got to play at a playground. We did some shopping. I had some great iced coffee. And like There's I just felt like we got to experience the city of Avalon, which yeah. is the main, which is the only real city. There's tons Canada, of so. ice cream shops too and yeah. candy shops. So <laughs> if you're you're into, you know, checking out a bunch of different artisanal ice cream, yeah. it's everywhere there. That it sounds seems. delicious <laughs> that I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you cannot. Yeah. Just take some lactate, you'll be fine. There you go. That that is pretty <laughs> exciting to be on an inaugural call. And then, um, wh- what type of activities did your family do on board that stuck out? Yeah, so the silent DJ party. Um, so silent DJ parties were a thing pre-pandemic, um, but they were adults only. And now they have a family version of the the silent DJ party. Spoiler, it's exactly the same as the adult only version. It's just earlier in the evening. So it's at like 7.15 p.m. They had it twice on both of our sailings. We hadn't seen that before. I think one of them they had it three times. Yeah, the, and, yeah. The, and our, our son. And his friend and like the kids were just loving it. And the adults were loving it too because they were kind of like, at least on one of the nights, they were playing lots of like 90s, 80s, 90s hits. And the crowd were singing along. (laughs) Like everyone was on the same channel, you know, belting out Bon Jovi or whatever it was. So like it was, it was was a lot of fun. It was a really fun time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a a bunch of new game shows as well that they're doing. There's one is called Mouseketeer of Madness. There was one that was um, Cogsworth something or other that was like a minute to win it type game show. There, there's just a quite a bit of new stuff it seems on board. Yeah, it's it's interesting. They've they have, well, they have not brought all the old stuff back. They have already started introducing new things into the ship. So actually, there was an announcement for anyone out there thinking about sailing concierge who sails concierge re, uh, regularly. They have introduced a new concierge benefit, which is uh, they were testing. 10 minute early access into the theater for shows and mm. free popcorn for the concierge guests. So that's been a something that the concierge folks have been asking about. It's a benefit that other cruise lines provide in some way through reserve seating and that sort of thing. So they're, they're adding new stuff, even as they have not fully brought back all of the sort of the old stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and they've brought back all of the, all of the shows that were, going on pre-pandemic are all back now on the fleet. They had brought them back over time. So some of the um, some of the ships were only doing, you know, two of the three shows that they did pre-pandemic. Now they're all doing all of the shows. So that's something that's really recent. So we mm-hmm. got to see several shows, although we didn't get to see Frozen. It was canceled on both of our cruises, and that had to do with COVID. So that's that's still a thing. And the wonder was in orange status while we were on board, uh, which is not the lowest status no. for COVID. So, <laughs> yeah. So there were a couple of things that were canceled on that first cruise. We heard that the Royal um, Princess Tea did not happen on the second cruise. It did happen. But um, when we were in Tiana's place for Mardi Gras night, we did not have Tiana or Louis, who are normally there for, for Mardi Gras night. So there were definitely a few things we noticed on board that were different or unexpectedly canceled. Um, but generally speaking, there was a ton of stuff going on. There were you know adult activities every night. We had variety performers uh, on the second cruise. Um, the first cruise was you know shorter, so there, uh, there wasn't any. They had the movie theater going. Turning Red was the big movie that was in the movie theater. Um, as well as you could see Encanto, you could see Eternals, you could, you know, you can see pretty much anything that's uh, new-ish uh, to Disney or Disney+. Plus. But yeah, lots of just kind of the regular activities on board and uh, all of the dining rooms because there was, you know, there were three dining rotations with um, all, all of the restaurants at almost full capacity. All right. It sounds like a great cruise. It sounds like it's coming back. I mean, mean, it's it's just after being gone for 18 months and slowly getting there, we're almost, it's like home stretch time, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's why if you're thinking about cruising, it's time to go back. That's right. It's still fun. But 
the sad reality of the world right now Aww. is nothing I know, right? Nothing is a zero risk if you're going to go out and do things, be around crowds. Now, let's be honest. I I haven't gotten a cold from Disney World or flying to and from Disney World this whole time. Um, and I have loved that. I think before I always pick something up at Disney World, but maybe that's because I lick the railings. I don't know. <laughs> but so cruising is no different, right? I, I don't think it's a higher risk than going to the parks, in my opinion, um, at all. I'll, you know, argue on that point. But so the 10,000 pound elephant in the room, some COVID found its way to the duo, right? That's right. Yes. On the, um, the so we had we were on a sea day no we were on we had gotten back from a from Cabo so no we it were, was a sea day oh we were on a sea day we we were on a sea day actually it was the night before the sea day that Sam started to have a little tickle in her throat and no a, it and was a not cough. The, no you're he's messing up the dates All right, so we start, went, we'll let Sam right. tell the story <laughs> yeah. Brian. Go ahead. So, come on now yeah so we we had gone to Cabo and then the next day we had was a full sea day and that afternoon i started to have a little bit of a tickle in my throat but you know it was nothing uh really bothersome um but by that night this was uh wednesday night um i was not feeling well and i started coughing a bit we went to sleep for the night didn't you know didn't stay out or, or up super late um but then had a i had a terrible night frankly um you know coughing throughout the night woke up still felt pretty horrible and we decided I should take a COVID test. We had brought some on board and, you know, the antigen at home test. As, as we always, we always travel with mm-hmm. antigen with tests. With a bunch of them, yeah. to be fair. Um, I just assume yeah, they come exactly. in every stateroom at this point, but okay. <laughs> Practically. Um, and so I, I tested and I, um, and we had actually gone and gotten some breakfast and brought it back to our room. Um, I tested and that was a, a negative result. But Brian said, you know, maybe we should just call Ships Medical just to let them know because, the, you know, that's what it says in your app every day. It tells you if anyone in your stateroom has COVID-like symptoms to call Ships Medical to report and, it. And to be fair, my direction was less of a maybe and more of a we've been told we should do this. And of right. all the people on board who should do this, we should, we do, should this. do this. So. So we well, did. We were fully because I got the negative antigen test and because, you know, we've gotten sick on ships before with non-COVID um, illnesses, we were mostly expecting to have a, you know, a negative PCR test. But so two uh, folks, two ladies showed up from Ship, Ships Medical. One was a doctor, one was a nurse. They put on their PPE partway outside of our stateroom and then the rest of it inside of our stateroom. And we were in a one bedroom, so in our like living room space. And of course, Brian and I and Nathan were all wearing our masks. And they gave me, I'll call it a very basic medical exam, you know, checking, checking my vitals, checking my breathing with a stethoscope. Um, and then they gave me one of those crazy brain poke um, tests. I had actually never had one of those before. I had PCR tests, m- multiple ones, but this one was like no other I've ever had. Um, and then they left and said they would, you know, have my results within the hour basically or in approximately an hour um so you know but that i was to stay in the room until my results came back so uh, i get a call uh about a, you know 45 50 minutes later and I'm sorry to tell you miss canner that you have a positive covid result and then, and, the, and the one protocol that has not changed on board is if you get a positive COVID result, you are going to quarantine. Yeah, so the medical folks didn't tell me this, actually, um, until I got a call from guest services just a little bit later. They said, someone from guest services will be giving you a call to let you know, um, you know what, what the next steps are, basically. They had mentioned quarantine, but they didn't tell me quarantine was someplace other than my beautiful one-bedroom concierge room uh, on the 8th deck of the disney wonder so when i got a i call mean if you're gonna be quarantined in a room you right, know that's would you you or be. an inside state room with no window you know you got you you lucked out on that one well no because i didn't so derek oh. i didn't oh because because we were had this beautiful veranda we had a one bedroom i we i could have stayed in the one bedroom the bedroom part and brian and nathan could have slept in the living room because there was a pull-out couch that Nathan was sleeping on, and there was a Murphy bed that Brian could sleep on. 
But no, I got the call from guest services telling me, no, no, you need to pack up your stuff because you're moving to quarantine. You're moving to an isolation wing. And I was told that Brian and Nathan could come with me, but if they came with me, they would have to quarantine in the same room with me. So they yeah, would, um, I would have to, wear a mask or obviously clearly in well uh, risk infecting them yeah and this was the this is a part that i didn't fully appreciate as a part of their protocols which was just that they did not test nathan or i and they basically said because you're not symptomatic as long and as fully you vaccinated as long as you go about the ship on the inside wearing a mask like uh you could do what you want so nathan was okay to go to the kids club i oh, that's fast. was fine wow. to go to dinner okay. um so basically we were allowed to continue our cruise. We just had to wear masks. They were no longer optional for us, but she was moved to quarantine. And I, I will just say that was a head scratcher for me because I would have thought they might've wanted to have right. given Nathan and I in a, a test mm -hmm. uh, because if we returned positive, then I think we should have probably all gone to quarantine, but that, that wasn't their protocol right now. So. Right. And, and so I was given the choice, do you want your family to quarantine with you or not? And I said, no, because one, I did not want to, I really didn't want to infect them if I hadn't already, right? So I wanted to stay away from them if possible, right. um, which was why our yeah. original plan was I'd just stay in the bedroom and they, Brian would stay in the living room with Nathan. Uh, and there was a se separate bathroom he could even use. But anyway, so I went to quarantine. I was picked up, picked up. Well, I was asked, how much time do you need to get ready? Um, I, about an hour, I told them so I could shower and pack up all my stuff and pack up as much of you know, sort of Nathan and our stuff, um, before I moved. Um, so then some three men in Tyvek jumpsuits, uh, and you know, masks and face shields come and take me through a back, um, a back hallway to a crew elevator down to deck two, uh, where I am taken to a, uh, hallway that first has a door that says, you know, crew only. And then beyond that, there's another door that says isolation or quarantine only or something like that. And so I'm taken to room two zero three two. It was a, a nice one. Yeah, it's actually a nice, it's like, <laughs> it's a nine category nine C, you know, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's a, a family ocean view mm -hmm. stateroom. So it's yeah, got a, yeah, I had a porthole, but no veranda. So I had no fresh air, which is not fun when you're sick to not have fresh air. Um, and it was, you know, the the regular bed and it had the couch bed. The couch bed was opened up and made as if, you know, my family was coming well, with me. Well, and the other, the other thing that Sam sussed out in this process was that she was the only passenger in quarantine, in quarantine. because the plates and dishes outside the door were paper plates and you right. know, plastic cups and things like that. Whereas, whereas I got like the nice plate flatware and stuff that came on room service trays. So my plates and garbage looked different than the other people's in my hallway. The crew. Yes, exactly. The, the crew. cast of Frozen. Elsa. Yes. Right. Yes. And <laughs> Tiana. Elsa and maybe and Tiana, Tiana, maybe Louie. Louie. You know, I'm, we're not. We're not sure who. Or Anna. We're not sure who was in quarantine. Um, we, what we had actually heard about the frozen being canceled, we had heard that it wasn't, um, it, that only a couple of cast members had tested positive, but others were in isolation because they were close contacts. And so af after Sam has left and moved to quarantine, I will say from that point on information was sparse. Uh, thankfully we were in Ensenada, so we had cell service, so I could text back and forth with her, but, uh, it was really hard to figure out what was happening next because we were getting off the ship the next day long story short what happened <laughs> was that we were disembarked ahead of all of the other passengers i'm not sure actually i think some of the the express walk-off happened right the because they, of the group were already gone. Yeah. right because they, they, they were going off the normal gangway uh through the nathan terminal. and i were directed to take an elevator down to deck here's the one. back door yeah right. yeah the plank we, we that we never bring out for people yeah, exactly. We we walked the plank. For so we sure. we crew came and got our luggage the morning of and hauled it down to deck one. So we didn't do anything that night, you know, the night before we moved down to deck one. And it looked like what was the joke? It looked like a 2319 was happening because there were like three guys in Tyvek suits around me, Sam, and one guy with a sprayer, like spraying the I air had, around. I her. had no sock on my back. Yeah, I we swear. Had, and we had um, we had our own customs and border protection agent to check us off the ship. And Disney Cruise Line had arranged a car 
to take us to the airport where we were getting our rental car to drive home. It took a lot of work for us to figure out that that was the plan, but that was the plan. And it, it, we did get off the ship just fine to get to the, uh, the car rental. And then post cruise, I will say Disney has been absolutely amazing <laughs> in how they have handled, uh, our situation. Uh, they basically within 30 minutes of us disembarking someone from corporate shoreside had called us and basically said, you know, so sorry, this has happened to you. Save every receipt you have, you know, let's talk about other expenses that, you know, you're going to incur. Um, Sam was not in the best position to do that. And I was trying to drive. I was and feeling so like basically they said, no, no problem. <laughs> just save all your receipts. We'll call you when you get home. And I mean, they were checking in on us like almost once a day just to see yeah. how things were going. Uh, and ultimately they basically acted as trip insurance for the trip and paid out everything it took us to get home, reimbursed us. Uh, for some expenses that uh, that I didn't really, frankly, expect them to reimburse us over. And so I think Disney acted like you got the Disney level of service on the back end of this, which I thought was really oh, that's yeah. awesome to hear. Yeah, the communication on board was lacking, especially when they were trying to talk to me about, oh, how are you getting home? Because, you know, you can't take public transportation for 10 days. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm <laughs> sick. Like, go talk to Brian. Like, I, they were trying to communicate with me. And I get that because I'm an adult mm -hmm. and I should be a functional human being. But like in I was I was pretty sick at that point. So I, I was like, why are you calling me with this information? I can't compute at all. So I didn't even tell him what stateroom I was in. I realized like I could have called him on the stateroom phone and talked to him, you know, voice call, but I just was so who does that though? I mean, you don't even <laughs> think to talk on the phone anymore. You're like, saying, do they have phones in the room? I thought yeah, they got rid of those that's things. That's how guest uh, services was co communicating with me. They kept you, calling me. Yeah. You only notice it because that red light's flashing when you turn off all the lights and try to go to sleep. And you're like, oh, there's a message. Stupid <laughs> message. Yeah. So, so but yeah, Brian's right. They uh, onboard communication was not great. You know, they never had medical checkup on me again, which I thought was a little strange. Um, and but. You know, they they did onboard or offboard communication was really, really good. And um, and Brian was smart in making the executive decision to drive home immediately. We ha we mm -hmm. were supposed to go to Disneyland for two days. So we could have driven to Anaheim. And obviously I would have just quarantined in the hotel room. We had a, a three bedroom villa booked because we were traveling with another family. But that is against I just want to make it clear that it's is against a, the rules. It is against the rules, <laughs> but we could have done it and probably nobody would have known about it. Um, but I, and I was not in the mindset to make any decisions at that point, but Brian was like, you know what, even though we could do this one, it's against the rules, but two, what if I get sick and then two days from now I'm supposed to drive us home? Uh, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Which so, spoiler alert, that is exactly, exactly what, happened. what happened. I drove us home and, and then the, very the day after day. we got home, I tested positive. Nathan started coughing. So, you know, 1300 miles later. COVID hit the entire family. Uh, we're all recovered now for the most part. Uh, and yeah, so, uh, but look, it will not deter us from cruising again. We're booked yeah. on the main voyage of the wish and nothing's going to stop us from getting on the ship. Well, now you have like super my... immunity now, guys. Right. We got, we're getting our 90 day recovery letters. We've been working yeah, on that this go. week. <laughs> I mean, you still got that letter. You've got to use it. Uh, yeah. Just to clarify, you drove from San Diego to Seattle. Yeah. Yes. Not, so they, not they to say it, it was a little jaunt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a little, uh, two days of him, and I didn't drive any of it. He drove basically 10 hours two days in a row. 10 hours yeah. Friday, and 10 hours Saturday. And all I can say is, Saturday. thank God we did not take a cruise out of <laughs> Port Orlando or, or Miami. <laughs> oh my gosh. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. That, no, yeah. You would have had to stop here. Quarantine in our basement because like, right. you would have been sick when you got yeah. to Nebraska, basically. Right. We yeah. would have been sick exactly yeah. in Nebraska. Then and who wants to be sick in us. Nebraska? It, it, no, for us, yeah. for us, it just underscores, and we've said this a few times to our listeners, like it just underscores right now plan, have a, like, we're not going to be deterred from cruising, but we are making sure we have a plan B. So, like, we're, you know, we got the wish out of Port Canaveral, like, worst case scenario. Yeah. We have to figure out a hotel room, you know, around Orlando for 14 days or we have to drive home. Thinking long and hard about our September cruise, you know, we're going over to London, uh, sailing out of Dover. And, uh, you know, there's no driving home from London, unfortunately. So uh, there isn't. Yeah. No. So it's, it's just a really I think it's a it, one. It's a great time to work with a travel agent, which 
spoiler, <laughs> Doug's wife, Michelle, is our travel agent. And so uh, it, I we thankfully had her help, you know, had her help if we needed it. Thankfully, Disney stepped in and we didn't yeah. need it. Uh, but, you know, that may not always be the case for you. Uh, especially if you get COVID not on the ship, then, you know, right. I don't think Disney's going to do what they did for us. Um, and second, I think it's, you know, we think about trip insurance a lot. We have an annual trip insurance, travel insurance policy, uh, but you got to read the fine print and figure out whether that covers COVID. And I think even with all of that in place, you, you got to have a backup strategy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah. or be willing to, you know, be willing and able to pivot whatever your plans are. Yeah, like our trip insurance for our summer trip to Europe, um, we made sure we added the bed rest option. That's what it's called. And it clearly says if you have to quarantine due to COVID. So that was an important feature. See, do I want to spend 10 more days in Italy not leaving a hotel room? No, but I know it's a possibility and it's just the world we live in. Who knows? By July, it may not be. Right. Right. I really yeah. hope the testing to get back in the United States goes away. But, you know, who knows? Who knows? Yes. Who knows? Exactly. Now I'm going to Google how long it's to drive Port Canaveral to Nebraska because I just <laughs> I don't do it's long 20 hours. Dri- I have 20 hours. 20 hours. Well, 20 with my hours, kids roughly. and having to stop every hour to go bathroom. Yeah, it's longer than that. So and I'd recommend you you'd want to come up to I-80. Not go. Don't go through Kansas, folks. You <laughs> come up, go through Nebraska. It's much more exciting than Kansas. Kansas. Blech. Go go through. You want to hit Nebraska and drive through Wyoming. Don't go up to South Dakota. There, no, just come through Omaha. <laughs> Doug, say hello. Come, come to Doug. You can give him an awkward hug. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm, no, uh, not if you have uh, COVID. Oh, not here. <laughs> still, there you go. So this is distance this is wave. Thing. Yeah, we we have like we have friends in you know in California. We have friends in Oregon. Like we passed by places All where we people. have friends, and we didn't see any of them. We had we we joked that we were gonna wave to Steve Creasy from yeah. the DCL podcast when we passed his town in Oregon. So it's just you know he could have he could have flown you guys like just put right. you in the cargo hold and <laughs> right. flown you back. It'd been safe. I know. Oh, it would have been fine. And, and I will look, I will also just caution people really fast because like there's been a couple points in this story where I'm sure people are going, well, I mean, just go to the airport and get on the plane. Who's going to know? Right. I will tell you, there are stories of people who have done that and they land on the other end and they're getting arrested uh, because they just violated federal law. And so when you get COVID on a cruise ship, they have to report that to the CDC. And the CDC is yeah. not shy about sharing that Definitely. information out with a lot of people. Yeah, it turns sure out you don't do that. Yeah. Your yeah. name is on a ticket. What? How many right. Yeah. Your name. Yeah. I don't want, I, you know, I don't want to be on the no fly list. I, I really pride myself yeah. on not being on the no fly list. You know, and I don't want to get banned from Alaska Airlines that, you know, I they're not a sponsor of our show, but we always fly Alaska because they're based out of Seattle. And so I just really don't want to but, get banned. But spoiler, next cruise, Sam's getting arrested. Yeah, I want to check out the brig. I so that be she able can tell bring that that story to listeners. So <laughs> there you go. I we love saw it. a brig on our last cruise, Derek. <laughs> we, we did. With like nine children <laughs> in it. A lot of kids in there. It's awful. Ooh, like and princess. a woman drinking wine, I think you said. So, yeah. Yeah, that was <laughs> next to the, the, next that to that the, the engineering, engineering room. room. She probably yes. had the nine kids. It wasn't the new baby mother that. Oh, that lady looked miserable the whole they can't be on real cruise ships. Yeah. So so weird to see them on the Star Cruiser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was hot. So any more questions, Derek? I think I. No, I, I, I didn't I, listen I, to your show. I was fascinated. Uh, and was the, the, the drive. I was when I saw you take a text, the picture that you were driving, I, I did look it up and I was like, good luck, Brian. That just. Yeah. I, I could not imagine doing that. I. That's a tough one. So good job. There's no traffic along that route either. I'm pretty sure there's <laughs> no major cities. LA. LA I'm sure you just have someone hacking next to you. So you're putting in like yeah, earbuds yeah. and you're like, I yeah. just don't want to listen to this. Don't want to think yeah. about it. And you have a kid in the back seat too. Yeah. Like oh, that's. Yeah. You know, YouTube, YouTube <sighs> becomes your friend <laughs> sometimes. So mm-hmm. yeah. So much fast food. So much yeah, food. lots of fast food. Um, we did get to hit In-N-Out Burger. We tried to hit Burgerville, which is an Oregon chain mm. that's awesome. Uh, but we, it, one of the one we went to was closed for flooding, so we ended up hitting a Carl's oh. Jr. Um, so you know, you, you get your your potpourri of uh, of fast food. We tried to avoid McDonald's except for to use the restroom, just because yeah. it's like something we can always have. We can have McDonald's right. whenever. It's everywhere. Yeah. All right. 
Derek, I think, I it's, think time. it's time for the lightning round. round. Yay! Well, congratulations, Sam. You have made it to the lightning round. Uh, Brian, you did this back on episode 177. So if you want to hear his answers, go download that show again and again and again. Anyway, <laughs> enough of a plug for downloads. Let's get to it. It's answer with your favorite Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, however you need to. Um, favorite sort of thing. The points are real. They are made up. And the high score wins. All right. All right. Are you ready? I love it. Favorite, ready. Dis- favorite Disney movie? Ratatouille. Oh, wow. I don't think we've heard that one. Oh, no. You can watch it over and over and over again. Anyone can cook. Do you like, have you been on the attraction? Yes, and I, thought, I love I it. So, yeah. Love it, yeah. I love all those trackless rides, and I like the rat. I like the Ratatouille one because you get the smells also. It's awesome. Mm, maybe that's why I don't like it. I don't know. There you go. Too, well, you're, too... you're you're wrong, so. Whatever. Oh, I know. <laughs> I yeah, I'm wrong. Usually. I, I know I'm wrong. I usually am. All right, favorite Disney character? Um, the best Disney princess ever, Vanellope. Oh, that's a good one. Von Schmitz. Yes. From Wreck that movie. Ralph. Just to, yeah. She's she's actually a president. So, all she's, right. She's awesome. She is. Um, all right. Favorite Disney villain. So I'm not really a huge villain person, but I would say there's two I can't decide between because they both have great songs. And that's what makes a great villain to me. Um, Mother Gothel from uh, from mm-hmm. Rapunzel when she sings Mother Knows Best. And then Ursula, of course, from Little Mermaid singing Poor Unfortunate Souls. You know, the thinking about your answers makes me think of the cruise line and Mother Knows Best on the magic is fantastic, right? That's what I hear. It's, it's right? the one it's... ship we haven't been on. Oh, <laughs> oh you'll love crazy. it. You'll I know, love I'm it. Excited. And then... Um, Looking forward to the wish. We're gonna get Ursula on stage yes. singing. This it's overdue. It, when they announced Little Mermaid for the wish, I was kind of like, we don't, we, well, we, we don't have, no, we, we yeah. don't have that. We have a no. couple songs and some, you know. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I shouldn't be interrupting the lightning round. Like, <laughs> no, I love lightning. it. <laughs> All right. Favorite Disney song. This is a tough one because there's so many good ones, but I would say lately it's been Surface Pressure from Encanto, Mm. which is Louisa's song. Um, But if you, you know, talk to me before Encanto came back, came out, it would probably be anything from Hamilton, Uh, maybe Dear Theodosia. I I count those as Disney songs. So, but it it really, I mean, there's just so much. It's, it's incredible how many, how many amazing songs have come out of the Disney catalog. Well, if you need some kids to sing every word of Hamilton for you, I have three. (laughs) Yep, mine as well. They will go out. Yep. Sounds good. Favorite Disney park. Okay. So this is going to be controversial. Oh, there are long answers here. Um, It's going to be Disney's California Adventure. It's, it's I, I have no qualms. It's a park. It can be your favorite. Um, it's been remodeled. I love it. I love Adventures Camp, Avengers Campus. I love Cars Land. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah, there's some really great rides there. It's awesome. It's there come a long ways, yeah, hasn't it? Has. it? Yeah, it, we, it's really, yeah. The only wrong answer that there is, in my opinion, is uh, uh, Studios Park in Paris. Disney <laughs> Studio Park. It's... <laughs> Until its remodel is over, it's the wrong. It's the only. Did you ever go to California right after it opened, like in that first? No. See, I was there. I was there six months after it opened, and it took me a long time to go back. Yeah, because I hear it was really horrible then, and I believe that it was really bad then. But I never saw it, so I don't have any bad memories of it. Yeah. There we go. All right. Favorite classic attraction? You define classic. Okay. I'm going to give you two because I have one in California and one in Florida. Okay. Right. So in Florida, it's the tower of terror and it really has to do with the pre-show narration. I love it. I think it's fantastic. Um, and then in California, we're in over California. They bring it back every once in a while. And it's such a great version of Soren. Love it. And and she just picked classic attractions that were made in our lifetime. That's... Yeah. The nineties and, <sighs> and the early two thousands. Okay. Those You're not supposed to make us feel old. It's supposed to be those college <laughs> program kids that come on and they're like, <laughs> okay. uh, I don't like, like it's a small world. I'm sorry. Or the no. teacups. Like I'm just not into okay. those rides. <laughs> All right. Favorite modern attraction. You define modern. 
Okay, so um, again, I probably have two. I would say in Florida, Flight of Passage, incredible, love it. Um, and then in California, I do love Web Slingers, but it's probably Radiator Springs Racers. Such a great okay. ride. Yeah. Clearly, she no hasn't Star Wars. been on uh, Rise of the yeah. Resistance. So. Oh, I do. Okay. I love Rise of the Resistance also, but I can't put it as my favorite. Yeah, just gonna I mark do love down it. the score now. It's... <laughs> it All is right. a great ride, but it breaks down too much. Uh, yeah, that's an understatement. That is a true story. <laughs> yeah. All right. Favorite Disney resort. Um, can I pick Alani? <laughs> That's one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. Alani, it's amazing. All right. Yeah. And I'll return the favor. Your show makes me want to go to Alani. So we'll go there and we're going in March of 2023. Oh, awesome. Nice. You're going to love it. You're it's love so it. amazing. Love it. All right. Favorite counter service restaurant? Hands down, Satuli Canteen. Okay. Yeah, your points. Back up. We're the good. The score's better again. All right. Uh, <laughs> favorite table service restaurant? Topolino's. Okay, yeah. There we go. Love one. it. Yeah. Dinner or breakfast? We or haven't both? been for breakfast, so oh. I have. To, so I have to say, dinner it was incredible. Yeah, um, it you know, it was like at the same level as like, I don't know, like Napa Rose. Mm-hmm. It was a bit higher level than California Grill, in my opinion. Um, yeah, it was super good. Yeah, and breakfast. I mean, it's not California Grill type of comparison, but compared to the other character dining, it's not right. even a contest. Yeah, well, and I, I, I love a you know a good brunch, and I love characters, so I it's one of those experiences Who we just haven't been able. Who doesn't love brunch and characters? Come I on, know, right? I even love brunch and characters. <laughs> yes. I know, so I haven't. It's one of those experiences that we just haven't been able to get a booking at it. Really, yeah, as long as yeah. the eggs are better than Cabana's, we're on the right. <laughs> <laughs> True. Where was I that my kids were like, "These are as bad as DCL." What were we doing? It was. I can't remember, but yeah, that's the the lowest level of eggs of scrambled eggs. Absolutely. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't even yeah. mine. I I do better. Yeah. All right, uh, favorite Disney snack. Oh, this is an easy one for me, hands down. It is a Mickey pretzel with yes. the cheese in the cup that you dip in. Oh my gosh, there she's got it right, Doug. Another uh, point whatever. for Derek's team salt. Yep. <laughs> Team salt, that's right. All right. Now, favorite... now a churro in California is good, oh, but yeah. nothing beats a Mickey pretzel. Period. If they did a Mickey-shaped churro, then you Ooh. might have something. You, that's when you break the inner. You break Disney. Those lines You're are yeah, ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I would love it, but I still pick salt over sugar. Salt. All right. Favorite Disney drink. I don't know that I have a favorite Disney drink. There's only one wrong answer here. If you listen oh. to their show at all, you know the wrong answer. <laughs> I I don't know what the wrong answer is, but I'm I... curious what the wrong answer is. Oh, now. I know what the wrong because Wes would know what the wrong answer yes. is. Oh, okay. I so there were some really yes. good cocktails. Two at, wrong answers. At, I well, I drink a lot of iced tea, but that's you know banana Carib. Oh, banana Carib is delicious on DCL, but mm-hmm. I that's not a park street. Well, it works. It works. Yeah, it's a Disney like the... drink. Yeah, I Disney like the drinks drink. at um, Pims at Pims in on oh, Avengers okay. Campus. They have some really gotta cool go. cocktails and there. stuff. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, some good stuff there. All right, um, throwing in a DCL one favorite ship. Okay, it's become the the wonder. The wonder oh. has become. We've been sailing on the wonder a lot, and it's just become my favorite now. Yeah. I mean, that could change right. here in a few weeks when you go on the wish. So. Yeah, li- listen, you know, I'm I'm a big believer of love the one you're with. So, oh. you know, whichever one I'm on will be my favorite. <laughs> Better stay close, Brian. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're um, not wrong. <laughs> absence makes the heart. No, doesn't yeah, make the heart grow no. uh, fa- Favorite main dining rotation. Oh, like which restaurant? Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, okay. Uh, probably animators. Cause I like okay. the shows. I like animation magic and I like crush. Um, and I like the truffle per sets, but the mm-hmm. meal is probably my favorite meal is probably the Royal court, Royal palace, Tritons, the Chateau Briand okay. and escargot. So yeah. 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 All right. And then Disney bucket list item. 
That is another easy one. I really want to go to Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh, I mean, who doesn't want to go there? Let's all go. Let's go together. I love it. Live shows, lots of live shows. <laughs> Can we get on a cruise that goes there that's, someday? That's what the magic should be doing instead of in and out of Miami. Well, like, so we, we were on, on uh, an airplane with a lady who's like, yeah, I take these 45 and 49 day cruises every yeah. year. And she just got off one. And it's like, that's what Disney needs. One of those 40, 50 day cruise. Let's go totally. all around. It, it's interesting because a lot of cruise lines, when they introduce a new ship, they send it on an around the world tour, and that's when you get these like really fun, you know, hundred and twenty five day cruises. But mm-hmm. you know, Disney's sending the wish. No, that four is and three, three and four. How Let's go, churn, make this money. Let's go. Nassau. On and off, We're on and off, on and off. And Castaway. They're just like get on and off, on and off, on and off. Yep. yep. When when we retire, we'll do some a kind of a, a world cruise yep. for oh, sure. That would be awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah. that concludes the, the lightning, lightning round. Well, guys, well, take a you. moment and tell people where they can find you. Uh, the easiest place to find us at this point is we have a website, dclduo.com, and it links off to everything. So we're on all the major podcasting platforms. We're on all the major podcasting platforms, uh, DCL Duo. Uh, we got a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dclduo. Uh, so those are the places to find us. But if you go to our website, you can you can find us all the places where we are. Yeah, and we're on all forms of social media. Facebook, we're DCL Duo. On Instagram, we're DCL underscore Duo. On Twitter, we're DCL Duo. Uh, we're even on TikTok, although we don't post anything. We just watch. So <laughs> We have two yeah. TikTok videos. There you go. That's it. Oh, is it you guys rate. dancing or something? No. Oh, no. what is that? Hold on don't, now. Do not Thank you TikTok. for that one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Consider that my weekend project. I love it. So uh, now that I will watch. Yes, I mean, and we raised a lot of money with yes, dancing. Yes, thank you for your donation. Oh, yeah, you that was donated. very generous. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so and, happy, oh, happy to do it. Anytime we can get back to dance, the the money's there. So yeah, <laughs> without that, zero chance I would have danced. Yeah, zero. dollar bills. I'll just start throwing dollar bills. There you go. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm just gonna keep recording, Doug. This is a three minute long video. I'm not gonna let you take ten seconds and leave. Like we're going. Uh, yeah, he kept. I was like, I thought I was done. No, nope. like, nope, we're gonna make it awkward. I even stopped recording. I just held the phone right there, just like, no, nope, we'll this is now for my amusement. Just make it weird. Yep. He gave me the look, like, really, Derek? I'm like, yeah, really. Did he? Did he like bite his lip while he's dancing? A little bit, I think. We'll see in the video. I'm. I'm definitely gonna go back and start the 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 Insta edit this stories. together yes. to the the reel of pain and misery. Yes, I, I can't it. believe I didn't think about that. Thank you, Sam. There you go. Love You're it. You're welcome. This made my All day. right, time All to right, wrap up guys, the show. Wrap up this show. <laughs> uh, so if you want to see that content, you're going to have to follow all of us on social media. Uh, we love interacting with you guys and, and definitely love your show. So I know a lot of our listeners already do listen to you, but if you are new, definitely check them out. Really great stuff. And uh, your next cruise is, I'm guessing, The Wish? Yes. The Wish, yeah, The Maiden and the DVC Charter right after. Yeah, that is awesome so can't wait to hear all about that before doug and i get to go a little bit after you guys and so that is all the time that we have be sure to book your trip with michelle mcknight like the flocks do like we do uh she can help you with all the cruises and uh if you want to get on that list these summer cruises are going to go really quickly so talk to michelle asap her email is in the show notes and she will definitely happily do that for you she is awesome so there you go we're going to get on to our patreon so if you want to listen to that you're going to have to click in the show notes as well. But for Brian and Sam and Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.